0: Hello, and welcome to another edition of Espresso Jam's Entrepreneurial Journeys. Today, I have with us Gavin Scott, and he is an impact leader, motivational coach, business coach. He does, oh, I want to say he does it all, but he is very well-rounded and helps a lot of people. So, Gavin, welcome to the show.
1: Uh, thanks so much for having me on the show, Joe. It's great to be here.
0: It's a pleasure to have you here, Gavin. And for our <clears> listeners around the world, where do you hail from today?
1: I hail from England, but I live in sunnier place
0: oh, known as Spain. That's, now, that's, that's, um, that raises a question. <laughs> what sunnier place is this?
1: Uh, Spain, south of Spain.
0: Oh, very nice. Very nice. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah, great. Yeah, you know, I've been... you in... got to
1: live your dream, don't dream your life.
0: Oh, I like that. I like that. So, Gavin, today you're, you're a business coach, you have your own business. Was there any indication when you were younger that you were going to have your own business and be a coach? You're listening to Espresso Jam, short, concentrated, delicious conversations about business, technology, and entrepreneurship. If you're just starting out on your business adventure or you're a seasoned business professional, I'm sure you'll find value in these short conversations. Espresso Jams is brought to you by Apexable, providing the tools, insights, and transformative structures to help you reach your business summit. I'm your host, Joe Matz. Let's get started.
1: Well, let me think about that for a minute. There might have been a future.
0: Yes. Oh, well, do
1: tell. I remember doing car boot sales with my parents and my brothers. And um, I remember my brother had a software company and I was selling CD-ROMs, wholesale prices down the uh, Sunday markets. And I was always playing with ideas. And, you know, a lot of kids played with games and I played with companies. That was kind of the way, you know, it, okay. it came through me.
0: Sounds like a lot of sales that you were involved with.
1: Yeah, of course. I think you can never have too much experience when it comes to sales. Uh, of course, today, the art of sales is changing rapidly as we kind of transfer to visual marketing. Um but I think the sale is still the same. You know, it's about a person, a product, or a brand. Right. And right. That's, that's the world of business.
0: Yeah. And it's, you know, it's always people selling something and it's people buying something. And so there has to be a conversation somewhere along the way. And I would agree with you. You can't have too much experience in sales. You can, you can study sales. You can read books on sales. You can listen to podcasts on sales. But until you get out there, and it's kind of like the best battle—the ba- best battle plan is great until the first shot is fired. Then everything changes. Once you get out there and you start experiencing sales and persuasion, man, it's it's different.
1: It certainly is. Um I love the word you just used, persuasion. It's uh, it's an interesting word to use with sales. It's something that I perhaps would have used in my early days, but now I'm more inclined to lean towards attraction oh, or so magnetism. And
0: magnetism. Can you expand on that a little bit, how that has changed?
1: Well, you know, as a kid, one of my greatest inspirations was the movie, uh, The Secret of My Success with Michael J. Fox, where he leaves the family farm in Kansas and, you know, goes to make it in New York and flies back in his private jet. And so I used to live, think, act, be the old school way of thinking or the, the way that I was programmed back then. And what I mean by that is these days we say work smarter, not harder. Back in those days, it was simply work harder and you'll get what you want. Yes. So really, having now flipped that equation on its head, it's acknowledging that everything is energy and the energy that I put out into the world like a wave or the ripple effect will be experienced or energized in a certain way. And then energy connects. And then, you know, it's I'm not going to say it's like a boomerang, but uh, the law of attraction and manifestation, if you will, that's really what I'm talking about. Um, so, I've moved, I guess, if you like, from the uh, administrative and scientific side of business to the spiritual side of business.
0: Okay. And, you know, when you're dealing with humans, and and we all deal with humans every day for the most part, and sometimes it's only by screen like we're doing now, um, there is a lot of energy transfer and I've noticed that sometimes I can listen to someone for 30 seconds and the energy just turns me off or turns me on. And I want to listen to the entire podcast or Zoom or video, YouTube, whatever it might be. Um, and sometimes I'm wrong. I, I I misinterpret that energy sometimes, I think. Um, you know, it, is that possible? I'm, or am I just like eluding myself or I'm I'm just not that good, maybe?
1: There isn't such a thing about being that good. Um, we can always reach what I consider a new peak or a new peak performance. Um, we're just really expanding our experience and therefore our wisdom within that sector and it becomes a practice. So... Yeah, I don't think anybody does it wrong. I think there are levels of consciousness, and it's only when we have achieved the sort of level of consciousness that we can then step up another level of consciousness.
0: Okay, so we're talking. You can't kind
1: of skip the steps and jump three times. You You can't. You've got to go through.
0: No, I want, I want the shortcut.
1: Look, you can. (laughs) I'm kidding. You can quantum leap. Can like you know? I guess it's a bit like Mario when he got those five coins in a row, or um, or back in the day there was outrun, and yeah. Anyway, you hit the bonuses, you go a lot faster. Um, You can quantum leap. Of course, you can. Having said that. If you anticipate, if you expect, if you desire, if you demand, you're attaching yourself to a very specific outcome. And the moment you attach yourself to a specific outcome, you limit the outcomes or the opportunities and therefore you limit your own self growth at the same time.
0: Yes, you know, and and I joke about wanting the shortcut because everybody wants shortcuts, everybody wants, you know, to 10x or 100x their business next Everybody week. Everybody wants it. But there there is a certain journey, you know, and in and, and, and this podcast, we talk a lot about the journey. And I think it was, um, maybe it was Tony Robbins who said change can happen in an instant, but it's the preparation for change that takes time. Yes. And
1: I love that th- saying.
0: Yeah, because there's a lot that goes on in the background. And what we see on the surface, it looks like change happened in an instant, but it didn't.
1: Oh, absolutely. So as Tony suggests, you know, it really takes time for us to evolve. It's not an overnight uh, recipe or remedy. We often are not ready to change. Like, you know, people, live with things their whole lives sometimes and don't even get rid of that fear or something. So it really is down to the individual what level of experience they want to have as a human soul on their experiential journey um, here on Earth. And some people might never be ready, but we can't judge that with... A timeline, and say that their timeline is any worse or better than ours, because if we then kind of zoom out of humanity and look over time, maybe they do it later, or maybe they did it earlier. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, it's 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 fascinating, and of course, there's uh, the the quote, you know, uh, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Yes. So, you know. Kind of thing that when you really want to peel that down to its most raw kind of interpretation, that you can't help someone that isn't willing to help themselves first.
0: Yes, so I've tried. It's it's a waste of time. (laughs) It's a waste of time. Um, But yes, so you know that's why I get a lot of my um, uh, engagements by putting information out there. And I put myself out there to in the effort of attracting the person who is attracted to me uh, for whatever reason. It might be, it could be anything. I don't know what's going to work. So I put a lot out there. And what I'm trying to do is attract the person who's attracted to what I put out there. I feel like I'm repeating myself, but it's very simple right you just go out there you know the experience and and everything I've done and and you know the different businesses different countries that doesn't matter if someone does it if that energy is not transmitted and accepted and taken in a positive note and so yeah
1: I mean you know it's it's borderline therapist versus uh, coach material as well you know Uh, sometimes you can really find yourself in that, that position where actually I think a combination of the two can really help depending on what the person is going through or experiencing. But often a lot of, you know, tragic experiences create, you know, a really fractured soul and helping that soul put their pieces back together again. Sometimes it's better either with a coach or with a therapist, depending on 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 what it was. So, yeah, I, I've had people that have come to me from therapists and I've had people that I've referred to therapists. Um, it, it's really interesting.
0: Yeah. You know, and I think everyone is on their own individual journey and it's very difficult to judge their journey. In fact, I think it's basically impossible. Um, we can look at their journey and say, wow, they're taking a long time uh, or they're going very fast, but it all uh, goes back to their individual journey and the, the stages where they are in their, if, if you want, personal evolution and their spiritual evolution and their mental evolution and their data processing between their ears evolution, we can all get better at those things. But it does take time and it does take some effort and sometimes it it takes some external assistance and help as someone like yourself who can talk them through it, who can help them see inside themselves and reflect back to themselves too, to help them realize you know, where they are, where they're going and um, help them along on that journey. Would you like to get in front of more of your ideal clients and at the same time, build your brand and create evergreen content? Well, you can do that with podcast guesting. This very moment, you're listening to a podcast that may have been published today or three weeks ago or three years ago. In a very real sense, you're engaging with the speakers, hopefully enjoying yourself and learning something new at the same time. And you're getting to know the guests and how they help their clients, their customers, and the problems that they solve. You may even be their ideal client and want to learn more about them and download one of their free resources you can find in the show notes or maybe even become a client of theirs. See, when you're a guest on a podcast, you will enjoy that same kind of engagement. It is perhaps the easiest, most cost-effective way to get in front of new audiences. Learn how you can be a guest on the right podcast and engage with your ideal clients with the free resources available at gapologist.com. So I
1: There are uh, there are so many examples of this in daily life, you know, like where we try to force outcomes and it never works. Hmm. Uh, just earlier today I was at the Golf Range and I was trying to force my body to hit you know a good ball and it's when you let go of that and you trust the path of the club and the swing and the tempo you really make a a nice connection so you know that's an energy exchange right a club hitting a golf ball and one is a nice genuine connection and the other well could be any kind of Yes, (laughs) probably horrible top down the fairway.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I I think, you know, there's there's certain learning that you need to know the mechanics. You need to know the swing. You need to know to get it way back behind your back so you can bring that power through. But there's a certain point where you have to let go. You have to let your subconscious take over because your subconscious in something like that and that could be playing golf, playing the piano, uh, having a coaching session with your client where your your spirit knows where to go. Your your subconscious knows what needs to be done. And if you can let it go, it's much better than forcing it. And it's much more fun. Much more relaxing. Yeah. I Absolutely. don't I don't play golf. Um but I throw darts. I do play darts and i find i do much better when i'm relaxed and not not really trying to force that you know triple 20 or something yeah
1: yeah i must get it you know like right it's so impatient of us it's so egotistical it's so demanding you know like you raise the expectation and live purely in the moment and you know have faith and faith. confidence right. in your own abilities and throw the dart. Yeah, right, and I, I've experienced
0: the same thing speaking from stage where for some reason from somewhere an inspirational hit me. And I'll go on and I'll, I'll be like, wow, that was really good. Where did that come from? Like almost like, Gavin, like I was, I was channeling someone much smarter and much more brilliant than myself and I was channeling them through. And it was just like effortless and wonderful at the same time.
1: It's really interesting. You say that, you know, like as a motivational speaker, I don't, I don't very often prepare for my talks. Like, yeah, I might have a couple of bullet points, but if you give me a PowerPoint presentation, I'm going to be really uncomfortable. And um, it's, as you say, sometimes it just talks through you and lightning strikes, right? It's, it's the the golden syrup, if you will.
0: Yes, I think, you know, and I, I did a paper on, on the flow, talking about the flow. And when you're in the flow, if you're golfing or throwing darts or speaking from the stage, or whatever you might be doing, when you can get in the state of flow, things just go so much easier and so much better.
1: Here's another example, also from today. Uh, ice bath. So I regularly take ice baths uh, ever since my swim training started. And today I had an ice bath. And for some reason, after the first couple of minutes, I noticed that my body was tense and I was resisting it. And, you know, I was like wanting kind of to get out. And then because the awareness sensed it, I was able to click in and go, hang on a sec. This is not how we want to be reacting take a deep breath, let it all relax and drop, and then I just, I melted into the water and I stayed there for another eight or nine minutes before getting out, you know? And I describe the greatest feeling from ice bathing or uh, cold water immersion therapy is being able to find that peace, you know, that serenity. So, I find serenity in surrender. Now, in an ice bath sense, there's two things at play. There's the physical body and there's the mind or the ego. And so you learn to let those two go at the same time and surrender. And when you do, serenity is a beautiful place.
0: Yes. Yes. And I, I guess that would be similar to getting in the flow Although it's hard to imagine an ice bath, I I don't do well in the cold.
1: <laughs> Neither do I. I. moved to a uh, another co- well, not another continent, another country. Um, look, you know, it's a really funny thing. You, you you mentioned earlier Tony Robbins in the quote. You know, and you can spend a long time practicing. So, like you, I probably mentally would have always resisted it, no matter how I kind of came across it, experientially speaking. But, you know, I didn't set out to do that. It was a byproduct of my end desire. So my desire was to swim the English Channel from England to France. And I had to set about learning to swim and then training and one of the things I was going to encounter was cold water for many, many hours. Yeah. So how was I going to get my body to adapt to that so that I would have the most likely chance of success? And the only way was to man up, and literally I just shoved myself in. I did some Wim Hof uh, courses and exercises and breathing. And, you know, you guys know Wim Hof, you know what I'm talking about. And eventually I just relaxed into my own inner peace and made peace with it, effectively. Mm. That's what I did with that. It's a mindset. It's a frame. It's a belief.
0: All
1: right. And in a pure second, through dedication or uh, or obstinacy yeah i I had to do it, you know I just if I was gonna do this great thing, I had to do it, and so I changed my belief effectively right yeah so it's, it's it's a wonderful thing when you can do that, and when you when you can do that every day or when you can do that hmm. every hour or when you can begin to do it every ten minutes, you know then we start talking about quantum leaping um I'm still practicing. I know you are, Joe. Uh, You know, mindset is something that really needs training, and people just aren't aware of it. But it helps them, it helps the people they love, and, uh, you know, people in the wider social environment.
0: Yes, yes. Mindset, it all begins and ends with mindset. If you've got the right mindset, I think you I mean the sky is the limit, right? You, you there's no limit.
1: Let's really really pay attention to the present moment because that's when you can start to change outcomes and how you think, how you feel, how you act, how you exist, how you become, how you evolve, how you transform. All these things If we are fully present and we're not attached to any programming or outcome or pressure or decided experience, however you wish to to display or frame it, then life... The time is now. The time is now. Don't the
0: that's that's all we have is is the present moment. We we can't change destination right away, but we can change direction. We can change direction today, this moment. Gavin, how can people get in touch with you if they want to know more about what you do and, and um what what would be the best way to get in touch with you? And uh, and as part of that question, do you have anything for our listeners today?
1: Yeah, that's that's a great question. When I'm not having technical failures pop up left, right and centre, you could probably get me on any social, Stay Outstanding or Stay Outstanding podcast. Um, There is the stayoutstanding.com website, which hopefully you should be able to reach me through, but I've already discovered tonight that there is a glitch in the mainframe. So uh, I'll get that sorted. But... uh, Yeah, do feel free to, uh, you know, have a look around, uh, see the resources, the conversations and reach out to me if you want to have a chat and we can just take it from there.
0: Very good. We'll have all of those links, all of those links for Gavin in the show notes. Very good. Well, thank you so much for being a guest on Espresso Jams Entrepreneurial Journeys. It was a great talk. Enjoyed talking with you.
1: Thank you so much, Joe. I really enjoyed it, too. It's interesting how we avoided in depth business discussion, but maybe we can do another one where we talk about that. It was a great conversation. Love Thank to you.
0: have you back. All right, man. Thank you. Bye now. Thank you for listening to Espresso Jams. If you like what you heard, please subscribe on your preferred channel and never miss another episode. If you'd like more business tips on technology, entrepreneurship, and doing better, you can find me on LinkedIn at Joe Matz, that's J-O-E-M-A-T-Z, or go to my website at pexible.com. that's apex-able.com. I'm your host, Joe Matz, wishing you an awesome day.